Hey, everybody. I want to talk to you for a second here about Canva, specifically Canva presentations that are designed for every workplace and every department. Whether you work in sales, marketing, HR, ops, and more, Canva presentations can generate any deck you want for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can save time on any presentation. So start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Just go to Canva, C-A-N-V-A dot com. Hey, and welcome to The Short Stuff. I'm Josh, and there's Chuck. Jerry's here. Dave's here. You know how Dave's here. And this is Short Stuff. That's right. This is a, a shorty from uh, Dave Roos, uh, still a contributor to HowStuffWorks.com, mm-hmm. which is great. And this one, everyone, we want to issue a big uh, trigger warning. Um, it is about the Aoki Gahara Forest in Japan. Um, it has a, another name uh, that people have called it, the Suicide Forest. And we're going to be talking about that in this episode. And uh, obviously, that's a, a very uh, touchy subject. We don't want anyone to uh, be unnecessarily triggered by it. So uh, don't listen if it's not your jam. Uh, and obviously, if uh, you have some some deep-seated issues going on in your life and you've had these kinds of thoughts, you should call 988, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Yeah, good good call, Chuck. Get a yeah. good call. That's right. So one of the other names for the Aoki Gahara um, forest is the Jukai, which means a sea of trees. And it's because it's a huge swath of forest, just an beautiful. enormous forest. Yeah, that's um, that flanks Mount Fuji, has beautiful views of Mount Fuji. It's about a couple hours drive from Tokyo. And um, it, it, I think it built up over like a lava flow that from a, an eruption in 864. And one of the reasons that it's it's famous, not just for its views of Mount Fuji, but because, like you said, it's come to be known as the suicide forest because so many people travel to Aoki Gahara and, and never come out on purpose. That's right. Um, there are no statistics anymore, and I think this is great that the uh, uh, government of Japan has stopped. Um, I don't know if they stopped counting, but they at the very least stopped listing uh, out statistics on the number of suicides there. Uh, I think there were um, they stopped that in sort of the mid twenty teens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but needless to say, it had happened a lot, and uh, so they said we're not going to you know publish these numbers anymore, which is I think the right thing to do. Right. Um, but where this all came from is sort of an interesting story because no one knows uh, exactly what it is. We have some decent ideas. Um, it's probably from these two books that came along much later, but uh, for a while people said it might have been this practice uh, from like, uh, when was this actually? The Shoku Simbutsu? Yeah, I didn't uh, think I had a, uh, a date on that. I don't know, Chuck, but it said that it's been going on for at least a thousand years or that it went yeah. on for a thousand years. So it went right. back quite, quite a while. Yeah, but what we're talking about is uh, a certain sect of Buddhist monks, um, ascetic uh, Buddhist monks, who would go to forests to um, meditate uh, eventually until they died. Uh, they would um, supposedly go for like a thousand days. They mm-hmm. would subsist on leaves and bark, and then they would uh, bury themselves alive, uh, in scare quotes, to continue that meditation uh, in an underground crypt uh, in order to sort of mummify themselves while still alive. And this is something that really happened. They have uh, some of these mummies uh, on display around Japan, uh, even though scientists now think 
that um, they were mummified after they had passed away. Yeah, and it wasn't just a process of I'm going to go bury myself in a, like an underground crypt and stop eating and drinking. Like this went on, like you said, for a thousand days, like almost three years. Yeah. And they would purposely like eat very little amounts and drink very little amounts to, to mummify themselves, right, rather than just die. Yeah, and so this idea some people for a while said – maybe is where people got the idea that uh, this forest is where uh, you might want to go to do this. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that's probably true, but maybe we should take a break and we'll talk about these couple of books um, that are probably where this idea came from. Hey there, are you thirsty? Well, before you take a sip, have you stopped to think about what's in your water? Many conventional bottled waters contain PFAS, harmful substances known as forever chemicals. But you can drink water as clean as nature intended. Richard's rainwater collects 100% pure, refreshing drops of rain. Yes, it really is rain, everybody. This rain is caught clean before it hits the ground or becomes polluted with pesticides and contaminants commonly found in groundwater. Yep, Richard's rainwater is naturally pure with no need for harsh chemicals or additives. That means no added fluoride, no chlorine, no forever chemicals, no microplastics, no nothing. And you can enjoy the clean taste of Richard's still rainwater and the long-lasting cold-pressured bubbles of Richard's sparkling rainwater. Just visit richardsrainwater.com to find a retailer near you. That's richardsrainwater.com. And we even have a special offer, don't we, Josh? Yeah, text STUFF to 251292-8887 and you'll get $2 off a 12-pack case of Richard's rainwater. Sip the sky. <laughs> Hey everybody, we're here to tell you about Viator, a tool that you can use to plan and book travel experiences around the world. That's right. The Viator app and website make it easy to explore 300,000 plus travel experiences so you can discover what's out there no matter where you're traveling or what you're interested in. Yep, Viator can help you plan better travel experiences. 300,000 plus travel experiences to choose from means you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. That's right. You can also enjoy real traveler reviews to get insider information from people who've already been on the experience that you're considering. Plus, you get free cancellation that helps you plan for the unexpected. Yeah. And Viator offers 24-7 customer service, so you know you'll get support at any hour if things aren't going as planned. So download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find the perfect travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right. Uh, 1960, there's a short story uh, written by a gentleman named – how would you pronounce that first name? Seicho. Seicho. Uh, Matsumoto, yeah? Yeah. All right. And it was called Tower of Waves. I always depend on you for Japanese pronunciation. Well, so. then technically it's Matsumoto. What did I say? Matsumoto. Matt? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying if you're depending no, on me, I, do. I don't want to misguide you. No, in no, front no. I want everybody. you to. No, that's fine. Okay. Uh, why are you hitting me with a ruler right now? <laughs> um, it was called Tower of Waves, and it's basically like a, a Romeo and Juliet-esque plot uh, in that there are these uh, young kids in love – uh, who are uh, kept apart um, by something they can't control. And in the last scene, uh, the woman writes a farewell letter 
it's very clearly Romeo and Juliet, and takes a bottle of pills and goes into uh, that very forest to die. And so a lot of people say, well, this is the actual, you know, for the first time, that forest has been linked to a suicide, at least in literature. Yeah, and, and that's probably part of it for sure. But, I mean, in the same way that the Sokushimbutsu maybe gave people the idea of going off to the woods to die— and this story gave them the idea of going specifically to Aoki uh, Gahara Forest to die. Mm-hmm. Um, there was – so we just have to say real quick, the West in particular uses the, the Japanese approach to suicide as kind of like a purient lens to like look through and be like, wow, this is – like we can, we can shed our own – baggage or morality about suicide because to us Japanese people are like sure kill yourself that's your own that's your jam right and that's not fair that's not how Japanese culture actually views suicide and in particular modern Japanese culture abhors suicide and takes um, pains to prevent it it's it's a, a scar on the national psyche but back in the day we would kind of look in on Japan and mm-hmm. see that they had, like actual rashes of like um, mass hysteria that would lead teenage girls to go jump in volcanoes, which happened um, mm-hmm. from the 20s to the 30s. There was one girl in particular, her name was um, uh, Kyoko, and she threw herself into a volcano, an active volcano, Mount Mahara. That wasn't in uh, Aoki Gahara Forest, but it, it was another example of people going to nature to right. take their own lives. And um, and there was a, an article in Time from 1935 that basically almost tongue-in-cheek covered this strange phenomenon in, um, in Japan. And oh, it's wow. really, it's not very kind at all, especially if you step back and consider the material. Um, but it, it's a good example of how we just kind of misunderstand the Japanese approach to suicide. They care about people taking their lives. There's just – there's not the, like, religious morality attached to it. Right. It's still tragic. It's just not, a, you know, a slap in the face of God if you do that in their culture. Yeah, and the government has really um, come a long way in, in messaging this stuff out. They have their own, of course, uh, prevention and crisis hotlines and things like that. Um, in this forest, they have trained uh, the employees that work there and the volunteers who work there to, to look out for people who, who maybe uh, uh, be by themselves or look troubled. Mm-hmm. They have security cameras and stuff like that. They have messages in this park, uh, which we'll get to at the end, like the sign at the end. But um, another book that came along that um, probably had a lot to do with it as well was written in 1993 uh, in Japanese only called The Complete Suicide Manual uh, by Wataru uh, Surimi. Surumi. Surumi. Surumi? Surumi. <laughs> that, that one I'm not doing very well. Tsu, well, I certainly didn't do it. It's like tsu, right? Yeah. But uh-huh. that R really trips you up. So you're like tsurumi, but you have to say it like surumi, and it just comes out like you're like blowing a raspberry. Right. I gotcha. Uh, this is from 1993, like I said, and it is, um, you know, there's no other way to say it than it is a sort of step-by-step, ins-and-out manual of suicide, um, whether it has merit, what the drawbacks might be, different ways uh, that that can happen uh, in order to be successful. And there is a portion of that book 
that talks about um, this forest and as the perfect place to die. And some of these manuals apparently have been um, found with people who have gone to this forest to do just that. Right. Um, and, you know, like, uh, here's this beautiful, quiet forest. Your family's not going to stumble upon you. Right. You'll, you'll just go on this, on this trip and not come back. And that's the thing. I think a lot of people um, who do this consider, like, they're considering their families or their friends. They're sparing sure. them from having to find them. But somebody else is going to probably find you, and they're going to be scarred by it. So it's not like this is... Uh, this doesn't affect anybody, you know? Like, it definitely yeah. affects the people who uh, live near the forest, the people who volunteer to go clean up the forest, mm -hmm. uh, and the police who have to process these bodies, too. So, uh, you know, that's sort of the long and short of it. There, I mean, We mentioned a sign uh, because they've taken great measures now to um, to have more awareness on suicide in Japan and especially around the forest. But uh, there are signs in the forest and as you enter the forest it say uh, your life is a precious gift from your parents please think about your parents siblings and children don't keep it to yourself talk about your troubles and then has their suicide uh, helpline number included mm -hmm. which is great it really is um so yeah that's the uh, aoki gahara forest one of the most unusual places in japan and also one of the most beautiful i've heard yeah the pictures are amazing yeah uh, and I guess that's it, right? That's right. Okay, everybody. Well, then Short Stuff is out. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. <laughs>